Okay, St. John's gets its second straight win, third in its last four games, takes down the mighty Utah Valley, Utah Valleyers, whatever the case may be, led by the notoriously, you know, classic white guy dancer, Mark Madsen. And he was still showing off some of those moves today on the sideline when he was getting in with the refs. I thought he was going to break into a nice little, you know, kick and groove type deal, but unfortunately, we was robbed. And he thought he was robbed, and maybe we did get some home cooking from the referees today, but that's how it rolls when we pay you to come across country. Bitches! No, but in a pretty slow start, St. John's ended up cruising to a nice win, a game that saw us kind of take hold of the way we wanted to play, and we saw how doing so can wear teams down if it's put to use in the appropriate way. Ball pressure, length of the court, driving to the rim, forcing team to play defense for, you know, deep into the shot clock, forcing teams to uh, work hard to get good looks on the offensive side of the end. And uh, eventually we were just too much to handle. Even with the team, uh, you know, their their big guys were pretty skilled, pretty talented. The Cole kid was good. Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the other guy's name, but the one who led to the country in rebounding, who got hurt towards the end, he had some nice skills around the basket, but their guards are pretty weak. Aside from the one white guy with the rusty-looking hair, and I'm not hating because I got kind of rusty-looking hair. Um, he was really hot in the first half, hit some tough shots, and then ended up uh, keeping that going pretty much throughout the game. But um, our athleticism, our uh, depth in comparison to theirs, uh, ended up being the difference maker as the game went on. I think one thing you really want to ask is if we were to play Utah Valley back in November or December, would this game look the same way, or do we look better now than we did then? And I think it's obvious that we're improving on some levels. And we were without perhaps our best backcourt player, one of our best players overall, Greg Williams. Um, so trending in the right direction in, uh, with the second half of the season, still ahead. <coughs> and uh, looks like we have a chance. Coach Anderson has a chance to continue the streak of non-losing seasons. I put out a poll on Twitter um, asking what the fans think. Will he reach it? Again this season, let's see if I can get those results. One second. Um, and the fans, 66% said yes, we'll win five or more games. 34% said no, four or less. Uh, so if we went five and seven the rest of the way, we'd finish at 14 and 14. That's 11 games left in the regular season and a, and a Big East loss, assuming that if we went uh, five and seven, we'd finish. 500, which is definitely doable. You do play Villanova twice, um, Providence twice. Providence is maybe a tough matchup. Watson's a big boy. But it's interesting to see what we can do the rest of this year. And a couple of games back before this three-game stretch, um, really four-game stretch if you're going to count, the the, uh, the, the Marquette loss, uh, Butler, UConn, Utah Valley, and the Marquette loss before this four-game stretch, season was really trending down and the excitement was <clears throat> you know waning but you know there's another pep in our step and we might not have NCAA tournament hopes but we've got excitement for each game and you want to keep that momentum going the players feel they look like they're having fun out there posh especially looks like he is just you know eager to play every second he gets and it kind of spreads throughout the whole team um i thought the bench did a good job tonight wusu uh especially again did some good things. Moore had maybe one of his more efficient 
nights all together. Kind of let the game come to him. It was good to see him bounce back. We're going to need uh, scoring options from the front court going forward. And uh, him and Erlington, if they can kind of find their rhythm, maybe you won't see them both have big games on the same night. They, they kind of have a tendency to get in each other's way out there. But if one of them is scoring 10 or so points on a, on a given night, that can help us balance things out because it seems like Champagne is going to be consistent. Um, and then the threesome of Posh, Williams, and uh, Dunn will churn out some points. We need that uh, that front court input, uh, output, I should say. Um, and with Roberts continuing to play well as the five, that's going to shorten the um, minutes that those guys get. So they're going to have to be more productive with the opportunities that they do have. Um, and Moore took advantage of that tonight. He had uh, 13 points, I believe. Yeah, he had 13 points, 6 rebounds in only 14 minutes, 5 for 7 from the field. Erlington in 15 minutes was 3 for 8 from the field. He had 7 points but no rebounds. So 20 points, 6 rebounds combined from those two guys in under 30 minutes together. Uh, so that's good production from our you know 4-5 spot off the bench. Um, Wusu. We'll just go down the line here. Had seven points, two assists, two steals, only two personal fouls in 20 minutes. He was three for seven from the field, one for three overall. Had a really nice drive in the first half where he drove from the right wing, uh, got to the middle, and finished with the left hand uh, through contact. But saying through contact isn't really saying much when you're talking about Busu. Uh, back to the starters, Roberts. Four points, seven rebounds, four blocks, two steals in 19 minutes. So that's really some solid production from him in 19 minutes, and he, he affects the game on the defensive end. Really allows us to be, um, you know, pressure uh, on the perimeter, not worry so much about getting beat. Although, as he has um, found his presence on the inside, our perimeter defense has also gotten a little better. So not only. Is he there when we need it? But we happen to be doing better keeping guys in front of us. So it's both those things together are playing a big role in why our defense has uh, kicked up a notch. Uh, Champagny had 19 points, three rebounds, one assist. He played 26 minutes. He was 7 for 16 from the field, 2 for 6 from 3. Uh, just another solid game from him, typical jump mid-range jump shots. Uh, hit two threes, 3 for 3 from the line. He had one Real solid um, catch and reverse finish on the baseline, uh, something we really haven't seen him do. So continuing to show us some signs of improvement. Vince Cole, 15 points. He uh, did have a bunch of those points at the very end in garbage time. Regardless, it was good to see him get going. Uh, I was trying to pay close attention to him in the first half. I was able to rewatch that. Just trying to see if if he's moving without the basketball. What's he's do, what is he doing to get himself going? And uh, he really wasn't doing much. I mean, his hands are ready to shoot, but he's not active away from the basketball, moving, cutting. And maybe that's on our offense. Maybe that's on uh, some other guys. But for him to get going, he's going to have to get open. and He's going to have to get better looks. His his release is low, and if he's not confident, he's not taking shots that aren't extremely wide open. So he's going to have to work harder to get those get those shots. Um, but he did have 15 points. He got hot towards the end of the game, and if he's going to be able to shoot, it's like I, like I say almost after every game, if he's going to be able to shoot, he's going to be able to play as many minutes as possible because we need that wing production, um, especially to open things up on the inside. Uh, the defense... He's a step slow when it comes to you know guarding guys on the perimeter, especially when you compare him to Williams, Dunn, Wusu, Posh. 
but he does try. I don't think it's an effort thing. Um, sometimes it might be a concentration thing or a uh, mental thing, but it's not an effort thing. So credit to him, and hopefully he can continue uh, the hot shooting into some Big East games. Posh, uh, like I said, great game. Maybe his best game statistical-wise, but uh, wasn't the best competition, so I'm not sure if it was the best game he played, but it was, regardless, regardless of that fact, it was fantastic. He had 20 points. Two assists, two rebounds, three steals. Um, he played 34 minutes, and he was just relentless the whole game. Uh, that defense, the one thing that our team does that might not show up on the stat sheet um, is just the relentless pressure that Posh and Dunn apply on the ball handlers throughout the game. It uh, might be hard to tell on a TV screen, but that has a huge effect. And, uh, you know, I wasn't a very good basketball player in terms of a college basketball ability but I was a point guard and just those games when you're hounded full length of the court it is tiresome I mean it's it's really something you got to deal with and you got to worry about not only setting up the offense but worry about you know protecting the basketball worry about uh you know just everywhere I go this guy's in your shorts and it's not like Posh um is doing it in a fake sense he's really out there making you work and if you if you just you know let go of your attention for one second, he's liable to take the ball from you, and it's uh, exactly what our defense is based on. So it's just a perfect fit, and I'm pretty sure he will lead the country in the the most by the end of his career. He will lead the country in the most push off fouls um, earned, or you know however you want to say it. Uh, on the defensive end, he gets those chicken wing push offs all the time, and they only call so many of them. He probably gets you know too many that aren't called because he's just hounds guys and they need to get him off him but by the end of his career he will get more of those fouls called uh in our benefit than any other player in the country guarantee it you heard it here first um but anyway who else dunn had a pretty good game again pretty solid and playing alongside posh they were able to make it work tonight so i gotta eat some crow there still when greg comes back i hope we see those guys staggered a bit more he had 11 points six rebounds four assists only one turnover really solid four for seven from the field three for three from the line and great defense all throughout so a nice game from him uh wusu had seven points mcgriff had zero points but three assists and one steal um in nine minutes toro played six minutes he had a rebound zero points um but a win we get, and we move to DePaul on the road. Uh, if we sweep DePaul, that is um, a step in the right direction. They're thinking they just had a nice win on the road against Marquette, and they're thinking momentum's coming their way. Home game against St. John's, a chance to really get some momentum going, uh, potentially get out of the basement. So they're excited for it. we got to match that excitement, and we got to continue to play well. Hopefully we get Greg Williams back. Hopefully we can take the momentum throughout these four games and really use it to something. Okay. We go one more game and we lose to DePaul on the road. We're three and seven. All right, so let's get this one. Until next time, guys, thanks for listening to the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. I'm Pat Kane. Please subscribe, rate, review, and uh, keep tuning in. Peace. Peace.